Welcome to the Divine Feminine Revolution Podcast, where women are magical and empowered. I'm your host, Dr. Megan Monday, psychologist turned transformational feminine business coach. This podcast is for you if you want to prioritize your own pleasure, face your fears, and manifest your desires. This podcast is sponsored by the Fearless Feminine Academy, where I teach women how to turn their trauma into their superpowers. My goal is to show women that we can heal our world by creating time and financial freedom by doing whatever the fuck we want. Are you ready for the divine feminine revolution? Let's get vulnerable and go deep. I'm so honored that you're here. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Divine Feminine Revolution podcast. So I can't wait to dig in with you and share your stories. I choose every single second to see it for a reason, to see it as something good, to see it as something magical, to see it as something that's happening for your highest good. Or are you just willing to have like the pleasure and the experience and the love and all of those yummy things when it's good? You can live a pleasurable life, but it was really when I decided, and it was, it was a decision to see every single thing as like this magical thing that's happening to me, both good and bad, and that it's always happening for my highest good and that I get to choose every single second. I get to create every single second. And if I'm going to do that, then why would I want it to be like this hard thing? It, it's a choice. And so for anybody who's kind of on that like precipice waiting to get into that pleasure, I would really, really, really say like, look at some of the, I don't even like to say blocks, but some of the walls that you have going around why you think that one, you're not worthy of living this amazing, fantastic life. And also what do you think is going to happen if you allow yourself to live that? Because a lot of people are like, oh yeah, I want that life. We're going to live that life. Beautiful. And then they start doing it and everything starts breaking down. Everything starts coming at them and they can't keep it up. And that's because they're literally attracting all of the stuff that they were afraid of. So it really is that like letting go of the fear, being fearless, fully knowing that as a unicorn, you are already meant to live a pleasurable life. Absolutely. I love that so much. And I want to circle back to the channeling piece because I know for me, like when I was a baby therapist, um, what I was really doing was channeling and yet, um, I had some fear, uh, around channeling in the way that it was talked about as far as like tapping into like the light versus the dark and that sort of thing. And, and so how, how did that like come about for you? And tell us about like, if people are interested in tapping into, I don't know exactly if your channel, whether it's your higher self or actual, like, you know, light beings, but like, tell us all about that. So when I channel, it's like a very weird experience to ever like say to somebody, because I feel like they it's a very like personal thing. So no matter if you channel or you are like clairvoyant or whatever, your experience is going to be your experience. But for me, whenever I am coaching or whenever I'm doing 
energy and soul healing, which is one of my absolute favorite things to do. I am, I channel in three ways. Like it's a three-step thing that's happening. Um, so I first channel from my heart. First and foremost, heart is the most important thing. And then there's also, I am channeling from up here, like from highest source, universe, whatever you want to call it. And I'm also channeling from a past version from myself. And I'm literally listening to the message that she has for me. And then at the same time that all of that is happening, I'm also channeling from you, from like your soul, what your soul and your guides are actually physically saying to me. It's like a whole thing. And when I first really started doing it, I noticed that I was doing it, but I didn't understand it. And what happens a lot when people start channeling is that they put this pressure around it and that they don't actually see that it's something that they've been doing. Those moments that are pure, like you are just pure in your heart, you have given somebody advice or you've done something and you kind of forget actually what's happened. Those are the moments that you were fully, fully channeled, fully and fully impacted. And those are the moments that you start with. Once you've actually acknowledged that you've had those, then you get to kind of build this protective energy around it where you can say to yourself or even create the bubble of, okay, I'm going to give my gift, but I'm also going to be present while I'm giving my gift so that I can be protected in my own energy mm. and also be serving in the highest possible good. And another thing that I do is I, literally do a like I don't know what to call it it's like a protective bubble I guess if you want to say it like at the very start of an energy healing at the very start of a session sometimes before I even hop on a call I will say something like dear universe dear angels thank you for this moment because always give appreciation and I ask for you to bring forth my guide so that I can serve in my highest good that highest good is the huge huge like portion of it because we as channelers especially in the beginning it can be so hard to see if we're channeling for the light or if we're channeling those darker energies especially as intuitive people because we're taking in everything so really making that distinction that you are going to be a channel for light is huge absolutely i work a lot with empaths um highly sensitive people, intuitives, healers, like whatever you want to call it. And, um, you know, a lot of us have trauma because that definitely like wires us towards connecting with the divine and being a channel and all that good stuff. Um, but you know, what are your tips for like empath burnout, like, um, the difference between intuition and fear, like addressing any of those kind of concerns? Yeah. Those are such beautiful questions, and those are like my favorite things. So, first and foremost, like when you are an intuitive, it is so, 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 so important for you to fill your own cup. Like, we all know that saying, like, you cannot serve from an empty cup. So, it really is taking those moments and actually being present in your life and knowing when you are reaching that boundary, when you are reaching that point where you're pushing too far and that's really checking in with your heart, asking like you can even put hand on your heart and say, what do I need at this moment? And the first thing that comes to your head is going to be your intuition. 
always, always, always. We think that it's the opposite. We think that fear is the very first thing that comes in. Fear only comes in after our highest good, after our soul has told us what is right Mm -hmm. and what we should be doing. Fear is just ego. And the ego is there to protect you. Like it fully loves you, fully wants to protect you. It's been serving you your entire life and you're trying to make this new change. So it's going to come up and it's going to be like, no, 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 don't do this. No, keep going, keep going. And it really is noticing in your body how you are feeling at each and every single moment of does this feel good? Does it feel good to go into this live? Does it feel good to do this energy healing today? Does it feel good to serve today? Or does it feel good? And you feel like, "Uh, yeah, okay, we're going to, we're going to do our live. You feel the anxiety. So it really is like checking in with your body at every single second. And it's like, that seems like such a hard thing because it's every second or so many things that happen throughout the day, but it's literally as simple as taking a breath and asking yourself in that moment, what do I need? Do I feel good? And that right there is your answer. Don't second guess it because when you second guess it, you're just going to go into another spiral. Yeah. The body keeps us so truthful for sure. Yeah. I want to kind of ask you a little bit about like the mental health piece. So, you know, like trauma in my mind is the underpinning between really behind all of any kind of version of mental health issues. And so I see a lot of people really feeling like damaged or broken, um, or like, or, or they just latch onto that as like an identity and then it becomes like self-fulfilling prophecy, all that sort of stuff. And so like, how did you really reclaim that for yourself and, you know, find a way that like is so inspiring and always amazes me when people, um, didn't get love and they can be so loving, like to give something that you didn't get, like to me is like the ultimate transcendence. Yeah. And I did get love. I just got it in like a not healthy way. Uh And I think that's a huge, huge thing is especially in the United States, Mm -hmm. we don't, we see love in this like very weird way as this very like materialistic way. Mm. And that causes so many like issues and identity and so many issues with depression and PTSD and all of those things. I had all of those things. I had depression. I had PTSD. I had mega rage issues where I would actually tell somebody what level on a scale of one to 10 like how mad I was. And I would warn them because I would actually go into rage blackout. Mm -hmm. And I honestly, to this day, still cannot tell you what I did in those blackouts, like to this day. But it really is, we're living this soulful life, but we're in this earthly plane. And that's very like a very woo type way of saying it. So true. It's so true because our soul is this beautiful, pure, energy and then this human experience it's hard because you have so many other people impacting you Mm -hmm. and here's the truth about it and I heard the same like two weeks ago and it's become my absolute favorite thing is you are 80% magic 20% human (laughs) and what that really really means is noticing when you are allowing other people's opinions when you are allowing all of the like human energy, which is anxiety, fear, 
not feeling good enough, not feeling loved, all of those really negative emotions, feeling frustrated, feeling angry, all of those are just human emotions. We're going to experience them. Beautiful. And it's amazing that we get to experience them. But really noticing and not just noticing, but embodying and feeling and knowing in your heart that you are this beautiful being that you get to be here and the biggest 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 thing especially for people with depression mm-hmm. is going to be gratitude and that's the hardest thing for people with depression but it's also the best medicine so it's that like double-edged sword and it's here's the thing about it like when you're first starting say like one thing one thing that you're grateful for it can even be I'm grateful that that person didn't bother me today like it can be as simple as that and every day just keep adding and adding and adding to it and once you have that gratefulness the next step is actually appreciation appreciating the fact that you got to experience these things you got to have this mental illness if we want to call it that because you are this amazing, beautiful being who's meant to do all of these amazing things. And you are meant, and it was given to you for a reason so that you can help somebody else who was struggling with what you struggled with and help make their journey a little bit lighter. It's, it's like a simple mindset shift, but we bring in that like spiritual aspect of it and we bring in that physical aspect of it. And especially for people with depression, they like, when you are depressed, you want to stay inside, you want to stay in your hole. Mm -hmm. So the big, big thing is going to be doing that gratitude and also going outside for all of two minutes, just so you can get some light, get some of that like loving energy that the universe has from the sun, from the moon, from whatever, just going outside, feeling the rays, feeling the birds or whatever feeling the actual like breeze of outside and then coming back in. Yes. Nature definitely is the ultimate healer. And yeah, sort of, I've heard them talk about like nature deficit disorder. And I think we definitely have those things. Yeah. Um, So, you know, to me, that's like connecting um, with the divine. Um, So we're definitely in these kind of like pleasure communities. And I think talking about like reaching for better feeling thoughts, better feeling feelings um, with your, discussion of appreciation and gratitude like what's it like for you to see I mean in my mind I call it like the divine feminine revolution where all these women are doing the work um we're leading other people um we're owning our gifts and we're going for it like in the most loving and passionate way so like what does that look like for you what do you think with certainly we're at a crossroads and there's a lot of like crisis and chaos that comes with that. So like, what do you, what's your view of what's happening with the world as a collective? So first and foremost, like it, it excites me so much. Like I get tingles every single day, whenever I see someone like speaking their truth, someone saying no, someone setting a boundary, anything like actually putting themselves first I get like full tingles. I'm just like, yes, girl, let's go. Like, like I'm fully there backing you up, cheering you on. And then what's going on in the world right now 
it's a huge wake up call. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, like the earth goes through cycles, just like you go through cycles. We all have the like old beliefs. We all have the old things that no longer serve us. And we've chosen, especially if you're in this community, we've chosen to move past that. So now the earth is doing the same thing. The earth is healing itself. It's choosing right now after like, and it, it's not by accident that all of this is happening 20 years into a new millennial. And it's not, it's not by accident that it's happening in like a new decade. Mm-hmm. It's, it's and ready. Funny, like seeing clear. Yes, yeah. exactly. And also like, exactly. 2020 is our like go-to phrase of like okay yeah we can see 2020 that that to us is like perfection so of course it's going to happen during the year 2020 that everything is breaking down and it as much as we want to say it sucks because it does it's not it we're not in that like pleasure state yet but we have to break down or it's not even a have to it's just a everything breaks down before it can get built back up better. Yeah, totally. And so it's really right now, it's kind of forcing it, really pushing people to see, to change, to really question. It's really pushing people out of their comfort zone. Because we get stuck in our comfort zone and then we are like, okay, yeah, I'm going to have blah, 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 but we want to stay in our comfort zone. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, every single person is saying what's wrong with the world. Every single person is saying what they're going to do, but nobody's actually doing it. Of course, those like magic unicorns are doing it, but now it's time for everybody else to be a magic unicorn and actually start doing it. And the universe, God, angels, whatever you want to call it, it's going to test you. Yeah. Like it's the number one thing in like the spiritual realm is tests. Mm-hmm. Like as much as it sucks and some of them like truly, truly, truly suck. Yes. Actually, like, let's be honest, all of the tests really suck. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's going to test you because it's going to ask you. Are you actually ready for this next level? Are you actually ready to treat everybody with love? Are you actually ready to make the money and keep the money that you want? Are you actually ready to put yourself out there or are you going to keep hiding? Yeah, I love that point because a big part that I think is really powerful is to like rewrite the narrative, kind of like what we've been talking about and to get visible. And I think in my experience of, um, being a healer and I live in the South, like I'm in Tennessee, I live in the South. It's a pretty conservative area. Um, and it's like, there are a lot of healers here. Cause we got like some magic crystal mountains and water, yeah. you know, the Cherokee land and all that. Um, but it's like, we're kind of like sort of undercover. And so like the revolution is not necessarily being televised. And so when we see these things, you know, people that are not connected feel like, um, it's the worst thing ever, but really like that's, you know, mainstream media has an agenda and oh, it's, not, 
it's not to inspire people. And so I think it's just like, beware of what you think reality is happening because it's so much bigger, so much more beautiful and like so much more, um, inclusive and expansive, right? Oh, a hundred percent. And I feel that on so many levels. I grew up in Alabama. I like fully feel you on like those Southern vibes. Uh Um, And here's the thing about it. Like, and I don't think that this is something that's ever actually talked about. Fear is easy. Mm -hmm. It is easy to make someone afraid. It is easy to get somebody sucked into that vortex. Mm -hmm. It's harder to keep people's attention when it feels good. It's harder to keep people's attention when something amazing is happening because you want people in those fear state because if somebody's in those fear state, they're easy to control. They're easy to manipulate. They're quiet. They're not questioning. They're uncomfortable, but they're, they're comfortable with their uncomfortability. Then they lean on you. Then they need you. Mm -hmm. And so if we bring out, and this is what we're kind of doing now, bring out more of those like amazing things, those people who are giving, who don't have anything to give everybody has something to give but doesn't have like a physical thing to give beautiful why aren't we celebrating that because we're in this time where we're meant to be afraid if we're afraid we don't question everything stays the same the people who are currently in power get to stay in power it's that it's that like I can't remember what fairy tale it was but it was like this fairy tale of like the big people stepping on like the little people. It is very heavily that mentality. And we've kept that mentality because it served us. It served us for a reason. And we've had it since like the beginning of time and nobody's questioned it. Obviously there's been people questioning it or else we wouldn't have like the like spiritual laws and all of that stuff. But nobody's been truly, truly, truly looking underneath the surface and asking why have we kept it this way why are we going to continue keeping it this way and why should I actually believe you when you don't know me you don't know my gifts you don't appreciate me you don't see me yeah I question everything like it is honestly like that two-year-old mentality I fully believe everybody should have that two-year-old mentality without like the tantrums Mm -hmm. of just asking like, why? Mom, why? Why? Oh, the sky is blue. Why? Literally asking why for everything and also knowing that you fully are you and you're not going to like, yeah, somebody else is saying something beautiful. You get to listen to it or not. And if you're a two-year-old, most of the time you're not going to listen to it. So really having that like mentality of going back to like childhood wonder and childhood knowing just who you are and what you stand for. Yeah. It's so powerful to like, just come from a place of choice versus need. And I think the most revolutionary thing we can do right now is to feel good and um, to develop our own inner authority versus the ways in which we've been controlled. It makes me think of what you're talking about with fear, Um, like the jump scares, you know, like they do that because when they jump scare us, it's a way for them to insert information and like program. So 150%. Loved how you said that. And then at the end, when you were talking about questioning everything, it just made me think of my daughter. And, um, you know, I think 
a lot of times, you know, with, with these kids coming in, they have so much wisdom and they are questioning everything and we have so much to learn from them. And a lot of times we label that as like, Oh, oppositional or like, um, you know, spoiled or like whatever the, you know, label is or whatever, but they have so much to show us and they really are just questioning things. And I think that that's where all the growth can happen for us at this like really amazing time in our world and our history is to just like question everything. Oh, I had a healer say to me, like most of the things that you think are bad are good. And most of the things that you think are good are bad, you know? And so I think there really is no true good or bad, but I think a lot of the things are like hiding in plain sight. And so like, we've just been fed this narrative that is not holistic, you know? Oh, a hundred percent. And here's the thing about fear. Fear is literally a trampoline into everything that you want. I love that. You get to jump, say, Hey, fear, I see you okay, I'm afraid of doing that. That's more reason for me to do it. And that's literally how I live my life. That's how I've always lived my life. Like fear to me is a trampoline into every single thing that I want. I could be so afraid to go on like this interview and share my truth and share things that, like I said, I never told that story before, but here's the thing. Like you get to choose to move past that fear. You get to choose to jump off that cliff into the unknown and know that you are being taken care of at the same time and that it's all going to work out because you chose for it to work out. You decided that it was going to work out. I think it's so powerful to tell those stories. And I like, so appreciate not only like your deep vulnerability, but also like your positivity. It's such a powerful combo. I just really want to like honor that in you. Thank you. You know, I think having worked a lot with like survivors, um, it's like, you know, shame feeds on silence. And so the more we don't talk about these like uncomfortable issues, the more they just like propagate, you know? And so it's so important, especially to tell like a story of hope, like in therapy, we always like sort of say like hope stands for hold on pain ends. And like, yeah, you're just like living proof of that. And it's just so inspiring. And I think it takes a lot of bravery um, to talk about the things that we often don't talk about, but like starting that dialogue is like how revolutions begin, right? Oh, a hundred percent. And here's the thing about it. Knowing your own power is beautiful, but you don't actually know your own power until you start speaking your truth. Mm. And you can say that you want to be the unicorn. You can say that you want to live like this magical life, but are you willing to do the things that are going to get you there? Are you willing to do the things that are going to ensure that you are living the most positive, fantastic, orgasmic, wonderful life that you possibly can? And that starts with speaking your truth. So, and that's where the ego is going to come in and be like, no, stay quiet. That is so freaking profound. Like, what are those things? Like, you know, speaking your truth is one, anything you would add to that list? Yeah. So speaking your truth, really healing what's holding you back Mm. and not being afraid to experience it again, because we're going to experience the things, some of them, not all of them, but especially those deep rooted traumas. Mm. The only way to heal that 
is going to be to bring those emotions forth to actually feel what you were feeling before to feel completely lost to feel completely broken and see those as the moments that are healing you those are the portals into this magic into this power into everything that you want and it's that fear again of i could have been afraid that me sharing my truth i was going to be shut down every time that could have been my biggest fear and it was for the longest time and of course what kept happening i kept getting shut down mm-hmm. but i allowed myself to experience that because i needed to learn that lesson i needed to see the power of those experiences so that i could speak my truth bigger so that i could come out even stronger so that i could come out even like more expansive i love that so much i just could talk to you for hours we'll maybe have to do a part two for this one um i gladly will i'm down for it yes uh maybe we'll have you do like some healings or something um the group. I'll do a little plug for myself. Um, Fearless Feminine Revolution. We've got the most amazing women and healers and revolutionaries in there. Come join on. Let's get your plugs. Like, how do we find you? How can we work with you? I know I am a huge fan of being cheerleaded. And I think when you get support, 100%. like it, everything expands. So like, tell us your offerings. So first, I'm like so thankful for having been on this and thank you so much for having opened up this space. I just want to remind you that healers need healers too. Yes. We're still human. Um, So you guys can find me in the intuitive mystical goddess community with Victoria Grace. In there, I do like meditations. I do, and my meditations aren't normal. I'm just going to say that. hard readings, all of the like yummy goodness that's going to make sure that you're living that unicorn life and you're fully in your power. So you can find me there. I'm always on there. Um, You can also find me on Instagram at heyvictoriagrace. I also do some meditations and energy healings and all that stuff there. And then a way to work with me by doing an intuitive energy and soul healing. And so what that is, is it's 90 minutes and it's so jam-packed. It's ridiculous. Like if you look at everything I do in those 90 minutes, it's a healing. It's also, and the healing combines Reiki, breath work, and actually guided meditation. There's a burning ceremony. There's intention setting. There's crystal healing. You get a playlist as well, like completely customized to you for your soul's empowerment, like your soul's empowerment songs. You get like card, there's like a five card spread in it as well. And that all happens within 90 minutes. And it's the most fantastic, magical, transformative thing. There's, even if you come in like fully, like closed off, fully skeptical, there's no way you're not gonna get something out of it. like. Even like the skeptics will get something out of it. But if you come in fully open, oh my gosh, like every single person who has taken it has said like, I've healed like 20 years of trauma in like those 90 minutes. They like have full massive experiences where like they completely come out a brand new person. They completely come out, transform, change. They like look at their lives in a brand new way and 99% 99% of the time, actually, let's not even say 99% of the time, it's 100% of the time. Um, 
that was my ego saying 99, but no, in reality, it's a hundred percent of the time. So much happens after those healings because so much happened in the healings that people are getting more sales. People are getting more leads. They're getting, um, more love. They're getting so much of the stuff that they've been wanting so much of the stuff that's been holding them back is released. So to do that, Honestly, the best way to do it, because I don't have a website currently right now, that's my next step, is to go to Instagram.com slash HeyVictoriaGrace and just book an energy healing that way. Or you can go ahead and DM me on Facebook or join the Intuitive Mystical Goddess community. Wow. Well, you've got me sold. Those are all my favorite things packed into one session. I'm going to have to get with you for one of those for sure. Of course. I love it. Tell me the name of your group because you've you've had all of my three buzzwords. So what is it again? Intuitive Mystical Goddess Community. And I mean, I think that's what's happening is we're all finding our beautiful intuitive. And what a great named group. I feel like our missions are definitely very aligned. And I so appreciate you sharing your story because I think it shows people what's possible as far as like healing and transformation. And you don't have to stay stuck and let the things that have happened to you define you. You know, you can do that. So hundred percent. And I think that's what you've done really is you reclaimed your soul and now you're helping other people get there and, and your exuberance and confidence is so inspiring. So thank you. Uh, Victoria, I love that your middle name is Grace because you definitely share. It's actually my first name. Oh, okay. Victoria Grace. Beautiful. Okay. Both. Okay. I actually hated it. I like, people would call me Victoria Grace. I'd say, no, my name is Victoria. <laughs> like I would be super sassy about it. Okay. Nobody outside my family could call me that. But then like when I did this like soul work, I was like, no, we're claiming that. Like, love that. We fully are that. Like it was like. I completely had like resistance towards the grace. And then like, as soon as I was like, we're going to do this for a living, we're going to help people. It was like immediately that grace was like, I'm here. And that is so powerful because I think our greatest gift a lot of times is also like sometimes the thing that we resist the most, you know? So like just surrendering to like, okay, I'm going to fully own my gifts. is just the final note. So thank you again so much for sharing your grace with us. Um, we'll do a part two. I'm definitely going to book a healing and you should too. And thank you so much for your time. I've loved sharing energy with you. Thank you so much. This has been fantastic. I've had chills like the entire time and I'm just like, let's keep going. Stuff is happening right when you get chills. (laughs) Yes. Okay, hon. Well, talk to you next time. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Divine Feminine Revolution podcast. Make sure to subscribe and leave a five-star review. Want to keep the conversation flowing? Find us on Facebook at the Divine Feminine Revolution Facebook group, where revolutionary women gather to listen to their hearts, monetize their gifts, and change the world.